All right. Um, we, we're slated to bring in Aditi at noon. Is she on? She is not here yet. We do have a little more information on the Baker contract, by the way. Okay, what Four was million it? guaranteed, <coughs> half million in incentives. Wow, that is unbelievable. And look what at the money. From Whether it was $20 million a year or not, we know it was a big dollar ballpark that the Browns were willing to spend to get him, coming off the high of a playoff appearance mm -hmm. and a really good season. And his agent probably left 40 to $60 million on the table. Yeah, he did. Bad on him. Man, so the eight and a half million is the max he can make this year. Tops. Oh, Tops. Baker. And that would be yeah. if he doubles his his base. He wasn't that bad. In, man. And, and how no, much, I mean, he's you know got, what? He's doing <laughs> the smart thing for him now is he's he still believes in himself. You got to give this well, guy you credit. Have to. At least he's, he's doing got a, a one to year prove it, and it's it's it just based on. What he does next year in Tampa will determine but what they, he gets following. Is he they, definitely the starter? Or is there they, a real competition? No, I don't drift? I don't think there would but, be a competition. Just like they, I didn't think there'd be one between. But why, what has Baker done that would earn him a definite starting job? I think to me, and this is, this is the intoxicating Play thing about Baker season. Mayfield. When he came to the Rams and had two days to learn a system and – on a national stage, looked like the guy that and took the Browns to the quarter. Who is stunk in three of the last four games? But who is, they, who is they OC? Because they got rid of well, left, which did they? I'll, I'll say this about the Rams and his time there. No, they were missing the, two Buccaneers. starting linemen. They were missing wide receivers. He never threw the ball to Cooper Cup, I don't think, did he? No. no. So, I mean, he, he had no pieces around him. And the team was in mail-in mode. But who is, I'm but saying, what he did on that primetime game, I, 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 think I, I couldn't believe what I was I looking at. I think he's a terrible fit for Tampa. They have no running game. He needs a running game. They got rid of Lenny. They, they got no, no they gotta get rid game. of one of the receivers because they over the cap? Yeah, I mean, they may have to trade Mike Evans. He's got some nice pieces to throw to, though, guys. Chris Godwin. Yeah, Godwin and Evans, if, if those guys Evans, both stay, they, like right. those are nice. That's but a big no game. And he can't get the ball downfield. Well, I mean, well I you know, like we're screaming, you know, you got to address the defensive line. Yeah. The, the Buccaneers are screaming, you got to address the running back position. I mean, they, they they were going into games. They went into the Browns game. The reason they lost to the Browns last year <laughs> is because every single play, Tom Brady came to the line of scrimmage and yelled, we're throwing. Well, every that, play. That's, that, that's his own fault. Man. Well, it is, but that's how you get beat in the NFL is be one-dimensional. All right. And they can't be next year. Next year, they absolutely have to go out and I'm get not running sure. back. I'm not, I don't believe that Baker's definitely the starter there. Who, who else they got? Kyle they got Trask. Kyle, they drafted Kyle, him somewhat Kyle, high. Kyle Trask. Yeah, from Florida. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. If, uh, it's the, he, he's the starter. It is officially 12 <laughs> o'clock, which means it is time to remind everybody that the good people at Call of Gracing are the official sponsor of the noon hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Call of Gracing is your Northeast Ohio NASCAR team. And with that, we welcome on our NFL insider, Aditi, <laughs> did you see this uh, Baker uh, contract here? I was literally just looking at that. He basically just signed a Case Keenum contract. <laughs> Half of the $15 million <laughs> he made last year. This is crazy. Why? You, you, I mean, look, well, you have no, to bet on yourself. Adi Some Aditi. job is better than no job. By the right? way, Aditi, have you ever seen a picture where a player looked more punchable than this picture here? Oh, my God. Oh, you know what? But at this point, Adam, I just on, feel like you've been so like open about your Gee, does he not look punchable in that picture? He, yes or he, no? Man, Bull, you need counseling. Damn, bro. Need counseling. Yeah. I can't yeah. even get you with me on this. Uh, Adam, let I, it go. Punchable is such a...
Come on, he's got a punchable he's, face. Hey, man, that man, that man is just trying to get a job, bro. <laughs> hey, counseling. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I'm he with my problem. on that one. I, 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 you problem. know, you're all haters. You're all haters. <laughs> no, one of us is a hater. You're, you're all haters a hater. Aditi, <laughs> just admit that Baker sucks so we can move on. <laughs> no, you're the one that's the hater. The guy is gone. He's out of your city. Just right. let Good. him be. Yes. Let him go. Like, stop <laughs> obsessing stop. over that, that man. From like let, Frozen or something. Let it go. Let it is go. he still making commercials? Yeah. Do we know about that? <laughs> Sing it, G. <laughs> is Baker still Move posing on. with tigers in his hey, underwear? It was good use of his time. Oh wow, I love it. Was Aditi. Yeah. Aditi, I just got a, I just got a memo from Bull's doctor. It says we have diagnosed Bull Obsessive with what compulsive. is commonly known as OCD, BDS. What's that? Baker derangement syndrome. Man, that, is that a derivative from Trump? Derangement it is. Syndrome? It okay. is. It's like a cousin. Here's the thing: when you hate somebody, and hate's a strong word, but I know you dislike him massively. Yeah. The best thing you can do. Yeah. is divorce yourself from any and all thoughts of him yes. because why? I have fun, I'll tell you why. fun of him. Hate corrodes the vessel that carries it. No, it makes it me does. happy. It no. makes me happy. No, it doesn't. It clearly makes you angry. Well, I got a question. No, I, it I, makes me happy. I got a question. I, we Go talk ahead. about moving on. I got two names that I'm going to throw at you, Aditi, and you tell me which one would you like for the Browns to make because we've been arguing about wide receivers this whole time and we not to okay. mention we failed to even mention these two guys. So I'm gonna give it to you as a possibility. Mm. Should, okay. the, should the Browns trade for Elijah Moore or sign DJ Shark and free agency? I love Sharkin. I like Shark. Yeah, but I feel like Moore's got so much untapped potential still. And I, so I got to meet with him before the game against the Browns. He was in our production meeting. And I got to tell you, I love the kid. Loved him. Loved his moxie. Loved the way he goes after what he wants. I just, and he's got that toughness about him too. Not, and none of this is a statement on who DJ Shark is. But I kind of really like the idea of Elijah Moore needing a fresh start, wanting to go someplace, and I just think he adds an element that isn't necessarily already present on the Browns roster. Yeah. Call your people. I think baby. it's a good call by Titus. <laughs> Actually, we didn't mention Elijah Moore, and I think Elijah Moore would make a lot of sense. I, I, I do think it's Well, what about you, Tyvis? What are you thinking? Which one would you rather have? Uh, personally, I'd rather have Tyvis Powell. I mean, the guy, <laughs> the guy can do everything. I mean, listen, we need locker room leadership. But can it be had? I heard he's really expensive. Listen, so Ran, might Ran, be Ran, tough to fit in the cap. Honestly, four, 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 six. Yeah, go can. look it up right now. Everybody that's watching, 446, go ty Google Tyvis Powell combine time. Uh, You'd be absurd at some of the uh, numbers that I draw. Aditi, I'd rather, uh, if I was a Buccaneers <laughs> fan, I'd rather have Tyvis is my quarterback God. in Baker. Who's <laughs> with you? I'm with you. I'm picking <laughs> you as my QB. No, honestly, I would. Yeah. I'd rather. Wait uh, a minute. So, so am I? Am I texting Andrew Barry right now and telling him that Tyvis needs a tryout? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what we're doing? Jay, listen, listen, Jay don't want to get me in with the Guardians, so if you can get me in with the Browns, I that'd tried. be fine. <laughs> I tried. They asked me where he played his uh, his you college tell, ball. You tell them that he took a. Unfortunately, he took a athletic football scholarship, but if he would have just stayed dedicated to baseball, Ken Griffey III would have been his name. <laughs> they asked me for a scouting report, and I said, I've only seen one at-bat. He grounded out in a softball. No, game. you seen me twice at-bat. You know You grounded out. You know no, what the, the first one, it was a base hit. McNuggets, pull the records. We don't have the video. The first one was a single later. The other one was a ground out. Aditi, how do you, you know grade the, the Browns moves? What the best part about not playing a sport anymore is? 
is that you get to make up whatever stories you want. Yeah. And you don't play anymore. The these are, so these, like, are, these are not make believe. This is all facts. <laughs> yeah. No, Didi, kidding. Um, how do you grade the Browns' moves so far? I mean, I love them, right? Have, how long have we been saying that they need to shore up that defensive front? They need to rebuild the interior of that defensive line. That's where they need to be focused. That's what Jim Schwartz needs. And boom, that's exactly what they went out and they did. And reasonably, might I add, it's not like they threw the whole bank away at somebody, which is, you know, what we were talking about a year ago. So I just, I feel like these were smart, targeted moves. Um, I think that they obviously helped the team. And I think that they didn't cost an obscene amount of money. Aditi, where is moves, Lamar Jackson going to What's your prediction on where Lamar Jackson is going to be playing next season? My gosh. I mean, I sort of feel like he's going to end up being in Baltimore just because how is he even going to negotiate anything with anybody else? This whole agent thing makes me a little bit crazy. I really, really, oh. really truly don't understand how he still can't get an agent like why he still refuses how there is nobody that they are willing to take advice and counsel from and it's funny because i was on the phone with the mother of two nfl players yesterday she actually was married to an nfl player has two children who play in the nfl and it just blows her mind that he doesn't have an agent aditi can you can you try? I, yesterday we were a little confused, McNuggets. If you could put that back up, Lamar Jackson tweeted 133, 133 for three years, fully guaranteed with the like not excited face. But I need an agent, and he's laughing with his hand over. Does that mean that 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 is what the Ravens offered him, and he says that was laughable? What do you take from this particular tweet? Because we, we tossed it out to our panel and we couldn't understand whether he's being facetious or that was literally an offer that he threw out there, which would be a, a bad business decision because usually your employer does not like when you, you, you throw your uh, wages out in public uh, information. And especially, especially that employer. P.S. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> Ravens take leaks to a whole other level than any other organization in the National Football League. They keep everything as close as possible. So, agreed to point number two that you're making, G. And as for the first part of it, I mean, it's kind of how I read it. I wasn't really sure, but it sort of made it seem like he was saying, "Hey, I was already offered this. Why do I need an agent?" Yeah. But. Uh, I don't know. That's, I, okay. That's how I read it's it. It's very hard to discern this whole thing from the very beginning. I mean, it feels as if we've been talking about this for months. And I did say to y'all that I thought that it would indeed be the non-exclusive tag because I thought that Eric DaCosta would say to him, all right, go out there, go see what your market is then. Right. And also because there was be this piece of difficulty that there's not an agent. And this goes all the way back to when he was in college, when people were questioning why he didn't have an agent and half the league was trying to talk to him about a position other than quarterback. It just, you know, the point was made, and I think it was Mike Florio at Pro Football Talk who pulled Josh Allen's numbers over the last two years since he signed a new deal versus what Lamar has gotten. That's money that you're just never going to get back in any way of any kind. You know, no matter what deal is done right now, you're not getting those years and that money back. I just, it really stupefies me. I just, I cannot understand how 
he and his mom and his family don't think that there's a value to be gotten by bringing in somebody else here. Yeah. And if it has to do with what the percentage is, well, then negotiate that percentage down. Yeah. Hey, I, get, I get it to some degree. You know, we've all dealt, a lot of us have dealt with agents, right, in this business. There, a lot of them are very sleazy. I've had two agents that I had, and then I fired them both because I thought they were both sleaze bags. I didn't like them. Uh, and so it's hard to give up your money <coughs> to someone that you feel is like not earning that money. But this is such big money when it comes to Lamar, and there are advantages of having an agent in that business that there's a reason most players have it. Tyvis, you had an agent, I assume. Yeah, I still got my agent. Right? We have a great relationship. Y'all got media well, agent? Oh, y'all got media agent? I, I had also one. Think that there I fired him. I've never had one, and I'm the big exception to that rule. Yeah, but Aditi, it, I know. Aditi, you got a media agent? I also think that there are certain things that you don't necessarily want to hear. You know, like... I've always wanted to I hear those I trust my things. agent to tell me the truth, and he does tell me the truth, but there are certain things that are said to my agent that I would respond to so emotionally mm. that it's better he hears them as opposed to me hearing them initially. That, you know, that, like, that's why, yeah, that's most why people, Jay's unusual, I'm that. unusual. Aditi, that's exactly why most people in the business, in, in, in media, in TV, have especially. agents. I will tell you, um, tell there me. was a time when, uh, uh, during a negotiation period that I was in at ESPN, where uh, the the man, the very high up manager that I was negotiating with told me at the time, as far as I know, you're the only talent at ESPN in studio production. Not that it, that includes some of the game broadcasts and everything else, but in studio production that was not represented. It, it's and at the end of the negotiation. Could have been blowing smoke, yeah. but he said it's the smart play because you, it gives us more flexibility in negotiation. Because oftentimes the agent comes in specifically to negotiate his own salary, mm -hmm. which puts you in a ballpark depending yeah. on what you're paying your agent. I have friends in the business that pay three percent. Unfortunately, I have too many friends that pay ten percent, mm. which is absurd to me. But that that buffer there oftentimes becomes the difference between an offer going to you and to someone yeah. else. So I, I made I myself hate, more marketable I by not having an agent. I didn't love negotiating myself in radio, but I did it. I, I, I had an agent briefly. I fired him. I didn't like him. And I negotiated all my own contracts and, you know, whatever. I've always had but, a lawyer look over at But in I mean, yeah, you have I a lawyer looking over well, I think there's pros and cons, right? Like on the one hand, your agent also has to be aware and accountable to and worried about other clients. And so sure. let's say you're negotiating, Jay, with ESPN, and you're also representing four other people at ESPN. You can't necessarily say everything you want because no. you can't you know, put those other four at harms, in harm's way. Right. On the other hand, an agent maybe knows the market a little bit better than you do, knows what's going to come up, hears certain things before you can possibly hear them, knows where to toss your name or not. Well, I don't know, true. I don't, you know, I also feel like that you get to a certain point in your career, <sighs> but I don't know how much your agent really does for you. You know, well, I, I don't know at this point that my agent is bringing me anything new. I don't know right. that there's anybody in the world right now that isn't, and I don't mean it like in an obnoxious way, but I don't know that a reel is going to help me at this point. You're either going to hire me or yeah. not. You kind of know who I am. But to Lamar Jackson's case, 
he does need one right now. This is the most important negotiation that he will ever make in his entire life. You hope that there's another contract after this one. You don't know that there's another contract after this one. So why would you not want every single stone unturned? Well, I agree with that. Because I had a friend, obviously I had a friend who negotiated his own deals towards his last two contracts and you know, when he negotiated his one, everybody, all the veterans was like, why would you sign a deal like this? Now, the deal was he made Are you his, talking about Sherm? I'm not going to put a name on okay. it. Okay. Mm. No, I'm talking about Sherm. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, <laughs> anyway, it was out there. Anyway, when he negotiated his deal, it was heavy incentives-based. Sure. It was, if I make Pro Bowl, I get this. If I make All-Pro, I get this. If I just play a certain amount of games, it was that. But he ended up getting more money because he bet it on himself. Sure. But a lot, uh, so when I talked right. to my agent about it, he said it's a terrible contract because he says, Tyvis, if he gets hurt, he's going to miss out on all this money. He says, y'all go for the big money. Yeah, his contract is more money, but if basically he's putting himself at risk. He said, when I negotiate a contract, I'm going to get you paid whether you play in or not. So I'm going to protect you. Right. And that's kind of the but give see, and take when it comes to is, it. That's, that's a mindset. Like I remember a few years ago, let's say five years ago, um, my husband and I had this back and forth where the NFL network at the time, and I hope I'm allowed to say this, but whatever, the NFL network at the time was not offering the same amount of money, was in a, in a position where the money wasn't necessarily going to be what you wanted it to be. But there was the potential that a year after that, there would be a lot more money. And my agent didn't want to do a long-term deal that was kind of flat because he was like, you're going to be worth so much more money a year from now. What, just do it for the one year and let's not let them lock you in for whatever, four years, three years, something like that. My husband was very much of the mind that the security counts for something, the guarantee, not going through the issue of this a year from now. It's just a completely different mindset. Are you a Richard Sherman? Are you going to bet on yourself and have faith that there is indeed going to be a bigger market for you a year from now? Or do you like the guarantee? Do you like the security? Are you my husband? You know, it's just, it's a different mindset. And your agent, Tyvis, it certainly sounds like, wanted to know that no matter what, you were taken care of. And he didn't want you to feel like you needed to perform to earn that money. And then, Didi, I, I, I said the same thing yesterday. I said, well, look, he may be looking for a five-year guaranteed deal. They may not be comfortable in giving it to him with his health history and the way he plays the game. Is he, if they come to him and say, we'll give you three years for 150 million guaranteed, that's an average of 50 million a year, and it's a shorter deal, but it is fully guaranteed, and you still can renegotiate at 29. He ain't going to do it. I would would think about that. This is is exactly the point. This is exactly what I was saying. If I'm him, I'm doing that. Because you know what happens to quarterback salaries? They get old in five seconds. That's right. So if you lock yourself up for five years, by the time you get to year three, year four, year five, you're probably in the bottom half of what quarterbacks are being paid. If you bet on yourself, look, $150 million over three years, is generational wealth. You and your family and your kids' kids should all be good with that amount of money. So you're going to be worth so much more money in year four when you get to renegotiate than if you lock yourself into year four right now. Patrick Mahomes' deal, it's old already. It's old. (laughs) 
I think, and I've said this before, I know that Adam and I have had this conversation. I really think that this is what Joe Burrow is going to do. I think Joe Burrow is going to do a super high guarantee short-term deal because he's smart enough. He's not going to waste his money. He knows that if his career ends in whatever, three years, it's still generational wealth. I'll use that, that term again. But if his career doesn't end in three years, well, he's going to be worth so much more and he's three years from now right than back. he is right now. Yeah, and Maybe he's, he's got two Super Bowls by that time. Maybe he's got an MVP at that time. And Aditi, the, I think the cautionary tale here is Baker Mayfield because after – after his best season, we never mm-hmm. knew there were never any hard numbers confirmed. And maybe you can add to this, but supposedly they were feeling each other out to see what neighborhood they were in. And the Browns were willing to give him a very lucrative contract. And Baker and his agent decided, nope, that's not the number we're looking for. We're going to come back. We're going to do it again next year. That didn't happen. Today, he signed a contract that guarantees him to make four and a half million dollars next well, year. Well, Lamar's best is a I, lot better than Baker's I'm best. Not, I, I know it is. I'm yeah. just using this as a cautionary tale. Last year, he made 15. <coughs> so the, the conventional wisdom is whatever the Browns were talking on the extension after the playoff season, it was likely between 15 and 20 per. Right, but the, now the, he's playing for four and a half. Jay, the bottom line is he's going to... Lamar Jackson's going to get a lot of money this year anyway. He is. And he'd be a free agent next year, and somebody's going to pay him a ton of money next year. If that's the route he goes. But also, the way he plays has to be factored into all of this decision-making. Aditi said quarterbacks' deals get old immediately. and, And then there's also that question. I mean, look, wasn't that part of the conversation this past season when... You know, Mike Vick was saying slap on a knee brace and play and this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. Well, he doesn't have the security to go out there. So then you're in that same position. If you're playing on a one-year franchise tag and you're playing for your next contract, then are you kind of playing a little timid? Are you playing? That's what the security does for you. And I think that the Baker question, the... It's so, it's such an interesting question. You can never undervalue yourself. You should always sit here and try to get what you're worth, but you should also look at the big picture. And so Adam is mocking Baker a few minutes ago about his commercials, but the guy was a kid in Cleveland. So maybe he was making $3 million less on the football contract, but he had an offense that worked for him where he was moving the ball, where the team was winning, where he was getting these progressive commercials. And again, when you win, everybody eats. It's like the whole Le'Veon Bell conversation that we had where I was saying, you go to another team, you don't have an offensive line that blocks for you that way. You don't have a number one receiver that's drawing all the defenses. You don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback who extends plays and does some crazy things. You might get $2 million more with the Jets, but you will more than make up for that money with the Steelers because of what you are able to earn off the field, because of what you'll be able to do within the parameters of that offense. He chased the extra $2 million, and look at what happened. Aditi, but the flip think- to that, of course, is like you can't tell someone, oh, well, right. undersell yourself. It's easy for us yourself. to all say that right on the outside, not being offered that Of money. course, but I yeah. just think we're all guilty of not necessarily looking at the whole picture, the big picture. Ultimately, and I think that that's to your point of what you're saying here. Ultimately, it comes down to what the player is comfortable with. Hmm. Um, and Aditi yeah. makes great points talking about the the security blanket of having a long-term deal is very enticing. On the other hand, you don't want to sign a deal that 
is below your market value. And by the way, there's pressure right. by the NFLPA and, and your teammates too when you do that because you're setting the bar for other people that are coming behind you. So there, there is kind of that external pressure. But at the end of the day, it's every person has to make their own decision that they're comfortable with. I know I'm, I'm guessing. But Tom Brady, let's not forget, Tom Brady never had a problem doing that. That's, because Tom Brady wanted teammates that he could win with. And he knew that as long as he kept winning, not only was his legacy secure, but he'd get vitamin <laughs> water. He'd get uh, yep. he'd get he'd all have an these industry. other side deals to make that money. Exactly. Absolutely. And so that's and so the genius. Mark of Jackson looks at the Ravens, you know, I would sit here and say, this is a team that completely retooled its offense to build around me. That is completely designing what it's doing around me and what I do best. Right. And although, is everybody else going to do Although, that? Aditi, they didn't give him any talent around him. No, not this past year, and that's certainly a quibble. There's not, yeah. I mean, there's not only one right answer here, right? Like, it's not, oh, the Ravens are totally right, or oh, Lamar is totally right. Like, it, it just doesn't work that way. Obviously, that's why a negotiation is you have to meet some place. I'm just saying, I hope that he is looking at the whole entire picture. I struggle sure. to see that when he doesn't have an agent who brings a different POV, a different experience and different conversations to the table. Yeah. Let's move to some other news over the last 24, 48 hours that were interesting. We were talking about the Darren Waller trade briefly for a third round pick. Obviously he's really good, but he's injury prone and also the Aaron Rodgers stuff too, or anything else you want to hit on. Like what's kind of stood out to you over the first 48 hours? How, do you think that the Aaron Rodgers thing is like, just we're all being punked. Like they all know exactly what's him. happening. I hate him. I do hate, hate him. <laughs> I hate Aaron Rodgers even more than I hate Baker. RDS. Wow, that's, that's Rodgers derangement. That's too. a lot right there. You hate him more than Baker. Hey, look, look, hey, look, hey, listen. Aaron Rodgers has a better case than Baker, right? Baker just won a job. Like he be Aaron Rodgers be doing some strange stuff. I ain't gonna be your friend. I, I, I'm gonna just stick away from you. But yeah. but but Aaron Rodgers is a strange bird. He's a strange dude, bro. I mean, I he's been a strange bird for a long, long, long time. But I when just, I mean, I just punk, like do, you, do you mean that that uh, you go go in there? And I think the decision's been made. You know, Trey yeah. Wingo. Tra Trey Wingo isn't necessarily a newsbreaker, but he's plugged in. And for yes. Trey to tweet what he tweeted, I took that as gospel. I just, I, I think yeah. that that's what's going to happen. And I think they're trying to build this drama up through this McAfee uh, appearance. But I think at one o'clock they'll drag it out, and however long his appearance is in the oh, last yeah. twenty seconds, he'll say, "Oh, by the way, I'm going to the Jets." That's what LeBron did. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands. I'm going, not, I'm going to South Beach. It's not undecided. <laughs> he knows where he's going. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think it's what a huge ego stroke. What is Adam reading? Adam, what are you reading on your phone right now? I, I'm just wanting to find if there's any breaking Browns news. I'm just, you know, staying on top of it. Oh, well, I, 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 Aditi, in our chats, Bull. I, I think he's got something that, that goes from his phone to his wire and it gives yeah. him an electric shock. Anytime <laughs> an NFL insider tweets a move, I was yesterday on the treadmill. I was, <laughs> this is a God honest, true story. <laughs> I found out about the Waller trade from Bull. Yeah. <laughs> Two minutes later, the NFL network had it. Yeah, I had it first. I had that news first. Yes. I just didn't take Wait, Was it Darren? Did Darren call you and tell you? Is that you, how you knew? Did y'all see that? Darren close. I, I call him D. That's so, Bull, how, you, you clearly have notification oh, wow. set on your phone. No, I'm just obsessively looking at Twitter. Are you like a, looking at it? Like an yeah, effing yeah, lunatic. Yeah, he, he, set notifications. I have a brain damage. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm messed up. <laughs> I had a lot of, I had three seizures when I was a kid. I'm effed up. They said that. Uh, that's why I hate. That's why I hate Baker. That's why I hate uh, Aaron Rodgers.
That's why I want to release you hate, of that negative hate energy. Or, or strongly I, I don't really hate them. I'm exaggerating. No, I think I, I, I don't dislike. think he does either. I'll I tell dislike. you this. I don't wish anything you bad to eight them. Eight months, happen. nine months, however long it's been. Yeah. I can actually tell people that, and they may be surprised to hear this. Yeah. Bull has a huge heart. But it's surrounded by scar tissue, and it's tough to get to. But when you get to it, you realize that he's actually a compassionate and kind soul who has the ability to really get angry and hate. Well, if you, if I like you, you're you're all in. Well, I got you back well, to the take, end. Take back the Zeke comments. I, I, what the one that you, I didn't say I hate Zeke. No, no, you didn't hate him, but you. Yeah. you I just don't think he's that good. The, you had a whole new segment created that you. That Tony Pollard is better than Zeke. Yeah, which is true. No, but you making it sound like Zeke's just done. I don't think he's done. I just don't think he's. I they, think he's. Cut him yet? He's not no, worth it's coming later today. They're, they're, they're not. They're not cutting me. I have. If, if he ends up on the Bengals, I like him again. <laughs> I do have a real question. Hey, he could. Uh, Devin Bush. <laughs> you are he's a free agent. Yeah. Is this? You you got a chance to watch Devin Bush a little bit with close to Pittsburgh. Um, I I loved him coming out of college. I thought he was a, yeah. he was going to be a solid linebacker. Uh, he, you know, is he worth kicking the tires on? What's the what's the sky report on him, and, and why did it go bad in, in, in Pittsburgh? Injuries? Or- I mean, I, I think everybody is worth kicking the tires on, right? You're not yeah. doing your due diligence if you're not examining anybody that's out there. That's right. it, he wasn't the same after he had the ACL surgery, and it's mm. hard. It takes a full year to come back off of that. So I think the first year, he wasn't cut much slack. You know, he just wasn't. This is so terrible that this is what it comes down to. But sometimes it's your likability, whether you're willing to get cut someone some slack. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, are you willing to say, I, I, I mean, I hate that it comes down to this again. But like, if you're the type of guy that smiles, if you're friendly, if you're not tweeting about killing cats, things like that, <laughs> look it up. I won't go into it right now. You got to kill then a cat once in a while. People, Come on. Cat. <laughs> People might be willing to acknowledge, you know what, it takes a little bit to come off of that and your lateral movement may still be a year away and whatever. I think that that was a little bit hard. I think that he was asked to do some things that maybe didn't necessarily play to his strengths. You know, the Steelers also were not very good in the interior of their defensive line and the back end wasn't as great as it could have been. And so who gets exposed by that? It's your inside linebacker, obviously. So it, were, it was a lot of puzzle pieces. I'm not willing to say that the guy's a bust. I'm not willing to say that eh, he's just not got it. But I also am not willing to say, oh, he just was in a totally wrong position and he's going to go someplace else and be a perennial all pro. Mm-hmm. I don't know that either. And some of it, I think, has to do with his desire as well and his want to. Hey, Aditi, no, before we no. let you go, we spent a lot of time on the wide receiver position and we kind of talked about, you know, who would you most like to see come in here? Names, obviously, that trade for would be Brandon Cooks and Hunter Renfro. Um, there are other guys. They could also just pause on that and try to address the wide receiver hole the draft. at the draft, right. which they haven't had a lot of success in drafting wide receivers. The two th- third rounders in Bell and Schwartz were still you know, watching the sand go through the hourglass on those guys. What do you think they're going to do to address that? whether it be draft, free agency, or or uh, trade. And do you have a player in mind that you think would be the perfect fit for what they're doing here? I've advocated that I don't think that you spend super high at that spot right now. And so the benefit to a veteran, the benefit to a trade or a free agency signing is that 
you've seen demonstrated success on this level. But I also think that one of the most easily translatable positions from college to this level is wide receiver. Right. And, you know, I, Schwartz, I think, was always a flyer. I've said this before to you, you know, you either have the ball skills or not. You either have, like, some sort of natural catching ability or not. He was always about his speed. Bell, I'm unwilling to give up on. You know, the previous board that you put up had Paris Campbell on it. And I remember having a very long conversation with Reggie Wayne about Paris Campbell last year. I was at Paris Campbell's Pro Day. I remember watching how he tracked the ball, feeling strongly about the receiver that he would be. And then we kind of just didn't see it early in his career. And Reggie Wayne was saying to me last year, you know, the guy's been dinged up a little bit. He hasn't had full opportunity. And I finally get my hands on him. And I really feel like we're finally getting to where we want to be with this young player. And he's really going to, you know, burst out now. And if Reggie Wayne is saying that, <laughs> it means something to me. Like sometimes you just... Not everybody comes out and has a Jamar Chase rookie year. You know, not everybody sure. is a George Pickens, their rookie year. And mm -hmm. it does take a minute. So David Bell, I'm not willing to write off just yet. Schwartz, I think, Schwartz is who Schwartz is. You know, I, I don't expect him to suddenly develop this insane ability to catch the ball. I don't. Mm -hmm. So that one's fair. I'm not willing to give up on David Bell just yet. Yeah, it's too early. I still, again, I think that this is a price question. And I don't know the exact market right now or what is being asked for some of these guys out who are on the trade market. So I can't tell you, yeah, trade for yeah. more or right. go after this one. Because I, I mean, don't know what it the all comes is. down to price. Yep. Well, don't, I, yep. I, t I tell you what, Aditi, I talked to Paris and he is he is very open to the to the possibility of playing for the Cleveland Browns. So Andrew Barry, I, Andrew Barry, I've done pretty much 98% of the work in a week work <laughs> yeah. on my vacation. I spent my vacation spending 98% doing your work for you. All you got to do is just, it's a layup. Boom. Let's go. Right, well, Boom. You tell Paris that Reggie Wayne was bragging on him to I, me. I would definitely send him, I would definitely send him a message. Go Bucks. Thanks, Aditi. <laughs> yeah, Aditi, great to see you. We'll see you next week. Thanks for all your great Sounds stuff. Great. Bye, guys. Have fun. Bye. McNuggets, read away. By the way, real quick, I, uh, the Broncos are supposedly, they are willing to trade Judy, according to Jeff Howe, covers them for the Athletic. Yeah. He says it would take at least a first-round pick. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not happening. <laughs> that <won't> happen. <laughs> the Browns don't have a first-round pick, but yeah. we do have a 12 o'clock sponsor of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, and that is College Racing. College Racing, the official sponsor of UCSS and also the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. Before we talk Cavs, I do want to remind you guys for a buck ninety-nine a month, you become a starter tier member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. It gets you loyalty badges, custom emojis, and members-only community posts. We surpassed a certain threshold. The confused G emoji is now available. Ha! Oh, boy. So if you got that, please drop that. Can, in we, the chat. Sir, Can we see the confused like? G? I haven't seen it yet, so the we'll see if we'll be able to throw it up. The confused G is in the building. They pointed me out. They My favorite is the allegedly, where you hey, just kind of go like, what? Hey, they hit, it's been a long time, and they, they shoot all the other emojis. Allegedly. Uh, they, they yeah, had a, it's they, so good. They were like, you got to get all these subscribers. I'm like, dang, shout out to y'all. We had our best day of subscribers. How many subscribers 76. did you 76. 76. Woo! Really? Speaking of 76. Why? Was there a reason for that? We was winning. I don't know. We're trying to get to 25,000, excuse me, by our May 9th one-year anniversary. So, not so we've, we've, had, out there. we've had more days where we've had more than 76 subscribers in one day. In, in a while. No, it's for biggest in a while. Okay, because, yeah, but, I mean, there for a while early on, we were averaging in the hundreds a day. Well, speaking of 76, 
The Cavs got a big game coming up. 76ers. Yeah. So you like it? It's smooth. It's smooth. I got a, I got a future in this. You're thing. going places. Um, yeah. So they just finished their road trip three and one. That was the uh, they had back to backs at Miami, back to backs at Charlotte. They split in Miami. They beat the Hornets last night. I think last night's win was one of the more impressive wins that they've notched in a while. I know the Hornets are bad. But they did it without Donovan Mitchell. They did it without Jarrett Allen. They won 120 to 104. I wrote down some numbers before we talk about the importance of this Sixers game tonight. 31 and 8 against teams under 500. That's good. 31 and 8. That's you, what you're you supposed to do. You win the ones that you're supposed to win. Here's the troubling numbers for the Cavs. They are 13 and 19 when they play teams that are 500 or better. 13 and 19. They are 28 and 7 at home. One of the best home marks in the game. They are 16 and 20 on the road. They're three games ahead of the Knicks for the four. They're three games behind the 76ers for yeah, the so three. They're the four. They're so they're good. almost locked into the four. How at many this point. games are left? Ele- 10. They have 11 left. 11 or 10. Okay. Here's the problem. Yeah, it's locked. They're, they're five games behind Philly in the loss column. Yeah, this Philly's played four less games. Yes. Than the and unfortunately, the Cavs in those games, yeah. they're five behind them in the loss column. They're not getting the three. Yeah. The only Even question if they win is, tonight, they're two behind them. The only question is, are they going to play Brooklyn or the Knicks in the first round? I that's think really that is, the only that's question. pretty much what it boils yeah. down to. Um, it would be nice to send a message to Philly by beating them at home tonight. And the reason I say that is, if they get past their first round opponent, be it the Knicks or the Brooklyn, Nets, yeah. there's a good likelihood that they could see the no. 76ers because no. the 76ers aren't far behind the two. No, they, they would play Milwaukee. They'd play the one seed. Oh, oh you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, geez. Still, <laughs> oh, they've had yeah. some success against Milwaukee, Philly, and, and Boston this year. Not a lot. But, yes, to your but, point, Philly is one game back of Boston, but they're tied in the loss column for second place. Yeah, they could end up in the two. Philly is behind Boston, but one game? But only one in, game the, in, in the loss column. No, they're even in the loss column. They're, they're one game back total. No kidding. Oh, I thought they were two games behind Boston. Nope. Okay, well, then this is bigger for Philly I'm than about it to is say, for the Cavs. Yeah, yeah. Milwaukee's, if the Cavs win, they're going to play. If the Cavs win, they're going to play Milwaukee. Well, I, Most I likely. Well, to, to, to backtrack to yesterday, yeah. the only thing I took away from yesterday's game is that Karis LeVert can make plays when he wants to. Sadie Osman comes off the bench, and he is 24. So, that, that it's there. I need to see it more consistently. It's going to have to happen yeah. in the playoffs. Those guys are going to have to come off the bench and make some plays. My fear is it's there against Charlotte. Yes, and that's there. my point it's right there. there that's the exactly what it is. Yeah. Before, I say, before I get to that comment, shout out to my man, RT Sports Entertainment. Welcome to the coaches tier. I just saw that pop go. up. We appreciate you. Nice. Shout you out to you. Explain uh, the coaches tier. That's $4.99 a month. You get exclusive content. Oh, you get the exclusive content, the overtime. Uh, you got the emojis, all the all the stuff you get in the in the 199 tier. Uh, so you get all of that and our content. Now the overtime content, I'm not gonna lie, it's dope. We answer your questions. We do, we've been doing a, a series on fan questions. They've been really awesome. We're not gonna do it today because we'll be shooting a promo. However, coaches tier will be back. And by the way, if you don't want to do coaches tier or the 199 tier, you always can ball on the budget. Likes is free. Hit that like and subscribe. And button. subscribe, absolutely. Um, yeah, but uh, it, it, Jetty looks good against guys like the Hornets. Um, Okoro will look good against the middling teams like the Hawks. He only had three points, though. Yeah. Honestly, I think yesterday's game is completely meaningless. I agree. 
they 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 beat a team I, that they should have. They beat, did yeah. what they're supposed to well, do, and yeah. you don't get points. I know for that. they had guys that were out, but like without those guys, they're not beating any good teams anyway. So no, but I will tell you what, yeah. When when Golden State came in here and rested their oh, big quad, why you bring that up? Well, it, because twenty three threes. I know, but what it shows is every win in the NBA is earned, and you take Allen and you take Mitchell out of the lineup, and you're on the road. That's a hold your breath game to me, and, yeah. and, and it was never close. My only thought about the Cavs for the next four weeks is don't get anybody for hurt. Exactly. Be healthy going to the playoffs. I don't really care that much. Yeah, you'd rather them. I'd like them to win most of their remaining games and play pretty well. This would be but a, just stay healthy for the next few weeks till the playoffs. This is a, a, like a, a feather in your cap, though. If you beat Philly tonight, yeah, that have, gives you confidence. Yeah, like, you have to go. And I think fifty water. wins would be accomplishment. I mean, they haven't won fifty without LeBron in thirty years. So oh, we have forty-four. I, I think uh, yeah, forty-five. I think. I, I think it's, I think it's bigger. Forty-four. Than, I think it's oh, bigger than, right. than we let. They gotta on. go six and five. Um, I think it's bigger than we let on these last few games because you're getting games right now where, for young players, I remember being like a you know being younger. <laughs> you. you Half the time, you don't really get it. Your coaches is telling you stuff. And then you'll go into a game, and all of a sudden, you have this really good game, and you don't really know as a young player why. You're like, but I've been practicing hard. I've been playing hard. Something just goes off where you understand at a different level. You're like, oh, so if I do this, I can make some plays. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, cool. Now, Evan Mobley, for me, is a guy that he can, you know, when you got a kid, you know, they say kids grow leaps and bounds from the time they're like two years old to like three years old. Like they could talk, they can walk, they got all this other stuff. Right. For Mobley's game, I saw a lot of things that I like that he's been developing over the, the course of the season. 26.6 rebounds, two assists. But it's not the fact that he's just doing it on that end. He's been, he's been dynamic defensively. But he's now starting to put together back to the basket jump hooks. I love how he pump fakes around like he's not a guy. Usually bigs can get stripped. Usually bigs will, will lose the ball when they get the ball in space. So we got to put it down one or two times. He's doing a good job of pump faking and he's dunking everything moving. So I think that he's growing leaps and bounds and that confidence translates if especially when you playing against a guy like Embiid and he's playing hard. You could go back and say Evan if it's game three of a playoff. Listen, let me show you what you did against him. Sure. Let, right. me, let me ask you a question. Is Evan Mobley better without Jared Allen? On the yeah. Team? Yeah. So, yeah. So you think, do you think yeah. those two to win a championship? Can those two coexist? Yeah. If you got the right coach, because the right coach is, has to stagger the minutes, those staggered minutes. So I, you wouldn't have them on at the same time. Defensive, wow. You on. can, but not Def all the time. Defensively, they are much better. Offensively, his game is not as good when he's on the court with Jared Allen, in my opinion. McNuggets? They can play together defensively. The issue offensively is neither can shoot. Until Mobley develops that three-point shot, you can't play them together and win a championship. Yeah. Flat out. But no, McNuggets told that. me that now that Carl Anthony Towns is hurt, Minnesota Timberwolves is, is uh, unbelievable right now. That's what he said. Well, so, so the, the, the metrics be showing you like you he could be getting a lot of points, but unless you you unless you spread in the floor because now you think about it when Mobley's getting the ball down low, there's nobody else around. So now you can't just you I can't sag off Jared Allen to come and foul you and do things like that because that's what they're gonna do in the playoffs. But now because he's empty. He can he can throw his jump hook. He can pass really well. The court is just more open when you got both of them out there. And I just, well, you know, defensively, they're awesome. Well, let me let me take you back 
to before the season started because I had put this tweet out that said that I would trade Jared Allen and my picks for LeBron James and I got scolded all on Twitter and people told me I was absurd for trading Jared Allen for LeBron James. People, people, those people were idiots. In life, I might have been one of those people. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I'm about to say, I think you was the one that said it too. Then I'm an idiot. In life, in life, people love upside. Right, people <laughs> love because upside is, is exponentially possible. Like if somebody says I can give you a lottery ticket, it's a scratch off, right? And it, and it's up to nine hundred billion dollars you can win, <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's up to nine hundred. They'll take that scratch off over twenty dollars. That's, you a that's dummy. true. That's no, no, that, you're not that, a dummy for that. That's, that. You're not a dummy. That's a bad example. That Give that's me a bad $20. example. Well, it's a bird in the hand. I, I was not in the bush. That's $20. You yeah, yeah, if you would have said, if you would have said 500, <laughs> I would have said, all right. I know, but I the definitely would have took the nine. It's an odds play, and the likelihood of you winning more than cares. It's 20 bucks. I know, but for most people, for most people, 20 bucks doesn't matter. They're gonna roll the dice because it's 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 the truth or consequences game that you guys are probably way too young to remember. You might remember it where they would bring out something and they would show you, hey, you can have this beautiful barbecue grill or you can have what's behind door, door number three. Number three. Yeah. And, and the crowd is going, door. go for it. And they open up door number three and it's a chicken. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And then, or they say no yeah. and they open up door number three and it's a new car. Yeah, right, so right. it's your, but in, what you're doing is you're playing the odds. Playing odds. And the smart play on the scratch is take the money. Not for 20 bucks. 500? I'm going to say 500. I'm with you. 100? I'm with you. $20. I'm down. Winning I'm, tickets I'm over $20, then the, there are winning tickets. I know that. But at, at $20, it's worth taking the risk. So you'll just take the loss yes. on that. Yeah. A lot of people will. That's the way we're wired. But there's a lot of people that would pass on like a thousand even. No. No. no I yeah, wouldn't I do would. that. No. I would. But a lot of people would. Yeah. Is Jared Allen a $100 bill or a $100 lottery ticket, though? Because he's played in the league for seven years. Yeah, we know I mean, what he up, is. The yeah, he's not I'm a lot. Sure he, there's no more upside. upside from him. Yeah. He now, Evan Mobley, is. to me, is a the question ticket. mark. He's the question mark. And I'm going to keep that lottery ticket. <laughs> like, but Jared Allen, we know what he <laughs> is. He's, he's, and and, he, and he's an important part of the team. He's a, yes. he's a leader. He's an yes. energy guy. For he them. is an energy guy. I love it. But his yeah, life. if you could turn him into a, a, a better fitting superstar, or if you just turn him into a wing, like you could, you could yeah. play a center. You package a, him up in the wing. You could, you could play a center that's a stiff, right? <laughs> Robert Lopez. And we, hey, listen, we went. Let's uh, not get crazy. <laughs> I mean, we went to the finals. We went to the final, finals with Timothy Mozgov, and he was like, was he like, was supposed to be that guy, though. He was, he was a seven footer, so he just him in the way. Hey, we thought we had something. <laughs> yeah, Boy, we, 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 we think we'd be overestimating well, a to lot. Put a, to, to put a nail in this 76er and Cav talk. Basically, to me, what I'm looking for is how the bench players play. I need to right. see. I need to see Karras and I need to see Seti come off the bench and make these plays. And I'm, I'm assuming that Donovan and, and Allen is playing tonight. And, and I, Dean, I, I see. I, during these games, I would be making a decision. I need to find out if what's name can play. Danny Green can play anymore. Yeah. I need to understand. Has he played? No. He obviously, has not they don't no think st- he can play. Obviously. I need to see Danny oh, Green. True or false. I, I need to, I need to decide whether Stevens or Okoro is going to play because you can't play both. I'm yeah. sorry. I, you, I can't split the minutes between two guys who can't shoot. We're only going to do that once. I'm leaning towards Stevens right now, and I don't think um, – I think Brooke Lopez is a guy that, that is, is washed too. 
I mean, he, he that's can't. not a bold Brooke statement. Lowe, right? no. You mean Robin? Robin, Robin. Robin. Yeah, yeah, Robin. Yeah, you mean Brooke? Dude, Brooke. Uh, give me Brooke. We, we, we got the scrubby Lopez. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 other, the other Lopez. Mario Lopez. George <laughs> Lopez. Would Mario Lopez. <laughs> would Mario George Lopez or Mario Lopez on your oh, basketball team? Man. Give me Mario. Or at Scott Bayo. I go George. At least they No, see. give me Mario, too, because he's younger and yeah, he's yeah, in shape. Yeah, yeah, allegedly. Like, Mario Lopez been 30 for 30 years. Does George, does, yeah, that's true. He was 30 when he was playing A.C. Slater. Does the, wi- <laughs> does the wife come with George Lopez off the show? Uh, does she come to the games and sit for Yes. I might George. take George. I might yeah, take George. Motivational reasons. Mm. Yeah, I get it. I, I never understood this. Did, this must have just slept me. What's the dude that Miami? Jay, who's the dude that does the Miami show for ESPN? The Miami show. He does. He is a Miami. He used to be for the the Heat. Talking um, about Levitard? Jackson? Yeah, Levitard. Oh, Man, not the ESPN anymore. It, the no, other day, I just found out that that wasn't his dad. Poppy, no, that, Poppy wasn't his po- that Poppy. Oh, I didn't know that was. His no, that is his dad. That is no, his no, dad. No, no, yeah, no, no, that's his dad. That's very much his dad. No, 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 no. He's an actor. They came out and said it. No, I think you got. I think you got punked, bro. No, no, no. Poppy is his dad. No, Poppy's not his dad. We might be look that up. Look that up because I've always G Bush is rarely wrong. Well, now where did where did he hear this? On the internet. The internet is not always right. But he, but he, but they, he sat down. He said. And we was doing the bit, and Poppy, like, I just felt like I should put my dad on Have there. you been on the QAnon Facebook page? But, but listen. No, gee, it's his, it's his dad. It is his dad. I, I don't know. Like, Gonzalo Poppy Levitard is a popular picture on his son's ESPN show, Highly Questionable. I, listen, I got to find this. Was I was I on medication when this happened? It might be. Because it could have been. I just Googled this Poppy Dan Levitard's dad, and there's like 30 articles on the father-son relationship yeah. between. In fact, they they oh show. They, they, now, unless these were fabricated. Crazy? They they have shown pictures of Levitard when he was a young boy, and Poppy when he was you know yeah. his father, but much younger. I than don't, he even, true I don't even know who we talking yeah. about. We got to quick though. Isn't Levitard huge? Isn't he a giant person? No. Big dude. No. no. What? No. I thought he was huge. No. I, not 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 any. You Wouldn't know. Not be able to tell on TV to some degree if he were huge. Yeah. No. I I he's an, a normal sized dude. Someone told me he was like 6'5 one time. No, 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 what? no. No, he's not that big. Are you ready for True and False? Yep. It is time for True and False, and today's True and False is brought to us by Carly Gracing, not only the UCSS official NASCAR team, but it is also the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. We haven't talked Guardians all week for good reason. Oh, Free agency, the Cavs are playing, it's spring training. It's so today we are going back to one of our favorite Guardians for True and False, none other than Mr. Tristan and that's, McKenzie. And that's one of my favorite players right there. I, love, I did it just for you, I, Thomas. I love it, right, boy. Right, we got to keep it moving. We got we have 10, we have 10 minutes. We got eight questions boom, and a tiebreaker. Boom, boom, are you guys ready boom, for question boom. number one? Let's do it. True or false? Tristan McKenzie went nine and five as a senior in high school with a 0.79 ERA. Mike's gonna say no. It was a 0.81 ERA. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I got a crappy pen here. I don't understand how you lost five times to <laughs> a major league pitcher, bro. Well, Shanky, proceed. We have another marker down here, Bull. It's all right. It's serviceable. Fine, fine. How you not? Okay, false, false. True and true. Two will be right, two will be wrong. And 
said that. Tyvis takes the early lead on Jay. True. How do you How do you hate me I double checked it. Two different websites, including his Guardian's bio. There's one way is if he is back. Terrible defense. The Mac is back. That's the only way. And he was giving up like eight unearned runs again. Return of the Mac. It's high school. Oh, well, let's just see now. Number two. Maybe Question number two. <laughs> Mackenzie's younger brother is currently a starting outfielder for Mississippi State. Man, this dude wears a size 26 belt, bro. He's so slender. I'm, I'm mad. He, 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 can wear, he can wear women's jeans. <laughs> oh, dude. He can wear it like this. Yeah, he, he, he can wear he told me spring training his nickname is Dr. Sticks. Oh, Doc? Jay, that was the extra credit question. Oh, he can wear women's jeans. Um, I'm false, Sandy. False from G. I'm going to say true, True man. and true from the middle. It is false. His Damn. brother is a starting outfielder at Vanderbilt. This is real. You know what's sad? I he wrote wear, false and erased it. He wears sad for you. <laughs> he said his brother has the body he always wishes he had. He probably wears a size. This is rigged. His brother's put together now, man. His brother's a big dude. One of my friends, when we used to try to get the Bulls currently the leader, by the way. 2-0. Two, two 2-0. Okay. You have one now. Yeah, that's right. It's 2-1-1-1. One, one, one. All right. No, G has zero. I have zero. How are you guys screwing <laughs> up on the standings? If the no, Mike question? just does not know how to read my note card. Oh, all right. my it's God, guys. Anthony Pull writes it together. I have zero. Question number three. Fish. Mackenzie struck out 10 batters in his major league debut. True or false? That seems like a lot, but I'm going to go with true, though. Two trues, two falses. <laughs> and J and G are correct. G's on the board. J has now tied <coughs> for the lead. He did strike out 10. Do you know what team it was against? The Tigers. The Angels? The Tigers, correct. Oh, I knew that. I, I don't know how I got that. He wrong. told a great story about how the first time he he faced um, uh, Mike Trout, he struck him out, looking on a slider, and he said Trout kind of stood there for a minute. He looked back at the umpire, and he walked away. The next time he came up, he had him down one two, and he threw the same pitch for slider, and he put about 450 feet over the wall. <laughs> Just waited for it again. Front arm cuts. <laughs> Never come back to the same pitch twice on a superstar. Question number one. four. My favorite question. Mackenzie has a career 3.68 ERA and exactly 368 career strikeouts. Am I a lunatic or is that true? No, he was getting hit a little bit. He's getting tagged a little bit. He, his, his ERA, 368 strikeouts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's that. I don't know. 368 seems kind of like. I'm going to go with this. I think false the, across the board. I think the ERA all is false. good. False across the board. You guys are all wrong. Ugh. That is true. Such an interesting number that I had to put it in there. Yeah, I just thought it was so interesting that you made it up. I'm in your head. I know you, you are. And Bull and Anthony, I, give us an update to real quick. All right, Bull and Jay are tied at two. Tyvis and G are tied at one. All right, it's anybody's game. <laughs> it's anybody's it is, game. It is. Jay, you, did you sit down with Mackenzie? I did. So you might know this one. He's probably Anyone my else? favorite player. Might have to guess. Steve, let's take it. Mackenzie's a Taurus. Oh, my True God. True or false? Jesus. You got to get me. What the F kind of question is that? 
Jay had an intimate conversation with him. I didn't ask him what his birthday was. Taurus. You never know. You know what the animal for a Taurus is? The bull. If this is false, I, I need to punch Mike. I'm just playing the odds. I mean, there's 11 other Zodiac signs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> false, 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 and true, which means either Jay or Bull will be the clubhouse leader. That's great. Time is you're crazy. And it is false. Jay yes! Is you are a D-bag. <laughs> <laughs> D-bag question. I had to guess, too. He's a Leo. He's a Leo, guys. Come oh, on. we, we should have known. What a stupid question. What's the of course he's a Leo. How far behind am I, Jay? Two. Oh, it's over. I, I, it's, <laughs> it's over. It's no longer anybody's game. It's just bull on, bull on, bull All right, everybody is tied at two. Jay is in the lead with three. All right. Yeah. Next oh. question. Mackenzie wears number 24 because Kobe Bryant was his favorite athlete growing up. True or false? Divis says big fact. <laughs> true. True is across, across the, board, the board, and the answer is true. You guys went 0 for 4 on the last unanimous answer this time. And, and by the way, it. I found a tweet <laughs> that confirmed that, that Dan Levitard's father is a doppelganger. I got it. It's here. I will. I will show it. Who tweeted it? Who? He sent it. Levitard himself. <laughs> He hasn't been in the news cycle for a couple years, so he's Maybe just trying to get out there. Look, I, look, I, look. I, I, if I can't take it from him, who am I supposed to take it from? Next question. It's still anybody's game. It's, it's three and twos. Yeah, or two, four and so threes. Yeah, four, threes. four, three, two. <laughs> Don't trip up. No, we all got three, and you got four. You got four. Jay's no, 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 up by no, no. one. He was two behind me. Now I'm <laughs> nah, look, look. Jay, okay. uh, the official sport. I, I believe you, Ant. Let's go. Let's Next go. question. Mackenzie holds a camp every offseason with free admission for kids who bring a non-perishable food item for donation. No, you, no, you have to have a perishable food now, item. Now, you're a bad person if you if you made this up. I know. <laughs> How about this That's say? why this is a bad <laughs> Look, this is a terrible question. <laughs> no, my answer is he does now. Right. <laughs> the answer is true. Yeah, I you mean, know what? That's that another terrible question. I'm like, now. <laughs> I like both answers. Let, let I am aggravated with Mike Let me right find now. out he's charging 25 ahead. <laughs> Mike, I got you at a high standard. I have you on a very high standard. Over 12. And you are not living up and to your standards. And there's a registration today. fee. All right, score update. Score update. Everybody is at four. Jay is at five. All right. All right, bro. How many questions left? We have two left. All right. Okay. We've got three minutes left. No, like, what no trip. No one trip. left. This is the last one. This is the last this one, is the one question right. left. You, let's go. Oh, this is the last one. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Mackenzie's official weight on MLB.com is 165 pounds, which makes him the lightest starting pitcher in the major leagues. Come on, Mark. I need Jay to say true. Well, here's the problem with that. <laughs> uh, what you say? That could be half correct. What did you say? It could be. Please be wrong. False. Please. If it's false, it's a four-way tie. Please. If it's false, it's a four-way tie. If it's true, Jay's the winner. Steve. Please. Ah! Has regained the belt. Dang. I mean, guys, 165 for a starting pitcher Let's, is awesome. I had, I had no I choice but to go high. 165 pounds. <laughs> Just the left cheek. Just the left cheek. Is I what, had no my, choice but to go high. Final score, J6. Everybody else, four. My ass weighs 165 as quote board material. You hate to see By it. the way, 
Oh, man. Uh, you know what? Time. He's not the skinniest pitcher, though. There's relievers skinnier. Yeah, I know. There's C.J. Edwards. A few relievers. Remember Carl Edwards? Edwards. Carl yeah, Edwards for the yeah, Cubs? yeah, yeah. I want Jay He's to plead. Like let McKenzie. Jay plead his. I mean, let G. Bush plead his case. No, we, I'm going to send it to tag board. I'm going to send it to tag <laughs> board. Yeah, because I want to see this. We got 90 seconds. So there it is. It's all in there. Maybe Levitar's just effing with people. Bro, I don't know. I, I know I wasn't crazy. What do the comments say? He got 2,000 of them. He's like, Anybody still want to meet Doug? I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I find it highly questionable. Uh, there's the no way, bro. Wait, what? Uh, we're going to play it. Let's see if this works. I like the – I find it highly no, questionable. That's that's smart. <coughs> what did you say? We're going to play it. See if this works. Nope. This is why we can't promise anything with Tagboard. Looks why like is he, his head You know bobbing? what it looks like he's doing? No, 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 no. We're not gonna... That's that dude from CNN. Get him off the screen. That's the guy from CNN. So, hey, hey, real quick, peel back the curtain. Tagboard told us they now had sound. I wasn't going to tell you guys because that's what okay, happened. So I, I'm not confident it works. It's playing right back here. But ESPN, but I figured I'd come clean as a preventive measure before those sewage treatment plants, the New York Post and TMZ, get a hold of this and distort it. Um, I just wanted to tell you personally on the, on the front end, or I guess it's the back end, that uh, I'm not Hispanic, and uh, my father is not Hispanic. My father is, uh, this is hard to say, he's a paid actor. I think he's messing around. Totally uh, messing around. I don't believe it. Uh, You know, we carried on the lie for a long time because it was profitable. It got away from us. Um, So... Total lie. Doug and I are deeply sorry. By the way, 250,000 people as of right now watching Pat McAfee as the show starts at 1 o'clock. Yes. So, so wow, you, a quarter of a million. The Patriots in, is trying to get D-Hop and Jerry Judy, one of the two. No overtime Ooh, today. We are back tomorrow. Can't be Russell in studio. See you then. That's crazy.